corn nugget this morning. You have never successfully, you will, pardon me, you have never lived successfully. You have never lived successfully until you have done something. One more time. You have never lived successfully until you have done something for someone. You have never lived successfully until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. We'll read it one more time. You have never lived successfully until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. And that's success when you can help somebody else and they can't really repay you. And that is God's way of doing things. Amen. Okay, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word. We thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit is here, Father God, to open each and every one of our spiritual eyes, Father God, to greater revelation that you show to each and every one of us as individuals. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks for your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. <clears throat> what happens today is related to what happened yesterday. What happens today is related to what happened yesterday. There's always a connecting link from yesterday or history to the present. Let me give you an example. Prayer on Saturday gives power to Sunday. Sunday's power gives worship for Monday. Monday's worship gives strength for Tuesday. Tuesday's strength gives joy for Wednesday. Wednesday's joy leads to Thursday's peace. Thursday's peace gives you victory for Friday. And Friday's victory leads to, to prayer for Saturday. Think about that. That is a completion there. Uh, I just come up with this the other day, so I am going to be thanking the Lord on each day on 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 these things that take place so that my next day will be exactly what I've called it to be. Amen. Think about it. You can change your days by speaking God's word. Think about it. Okay. The victory of one day may fortify us for the trials for tomorrow. The adversities that you experienced yesterday may bring humility and confession for today. So it is, after these things, after what things? 
after those things that you have learned will bring meaningful truths that can be learned, bring you to new heights, and give you new goals to realize. The daily life of faith becomes both the foundation and the blessings of rewards. Amen. Glory to God. Turn with me to the first book of your Bible, chapter 15 of Genesis. Yes, chapter 15 of Genesis. And here's what we found in Genesis. Genesis chapter 15. I said, after these days, or after these things. Look at verse 1 of chapter 15 of Genesis. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. After these things, what happened? Chapter 14 tells us what happened. Yesterday, Abraham did something wonderful for somebody else. If you read chapter 14, if you recall chapter 14, Lot was taken captive and everybody around that town was taken captive and Abraham went out, glory to God, and rescued Lot, his nephew, and redeemed all their possessions at the risk of his own personal life. That kind of relates to our nugget, doesn't it? You have never lived successfully until you have done something for someone who can never repay you. Lot can never repay. Those people can never repay, repay Abraham. Again, after these things, after these things, looking at verse, uh, chapter 14, uh, looking at, look at uh, verses 18 through 20. And Melchizedek, king of Salem, brought forth bread and wine, and he was the priest of the Most High God. And he, and he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abram, the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. And he blessed and blessed be the Most High God, which hath delivered thine enemies into thy hand and gave him tithes. After these things, after the rescue, after meeting Melchizedek, he became blessed. Yesterday's encounter, you can be blessed today after yesterday's encounters. Going on to chapter uh, 14, let's back up a little, well, go forward a little bit to chapter, uh, verse 22, that's Genesis 14, 22. And Abram said to the king of Sodom, I have lifted up my hand unto the Lord, the most high God, the possessor of heaven and earth, that will that I will not take from the, take from a thread even to a shoe latch, 
and that I will not take anything that is thine, lest thou should say, I have made Abram rich. Here Abraham, or Abram, refuses the world's riches. We must recognize there's, there's, an appro there's appropriate things to embrace from yesterday, and others need to be refused. Know where, where the blessing is coming from. He said, well, I'm good. He, Abraham said, wow, I could be blessed. And look at the great things. That are, you remember Gehazi? Remember the, uh, the Elisha had, uh, this is way off topic a little bit. Elijah had, I can't think of the guy's name. Somebody help me. The general of the Sumerian army, or one of his armies. Anyway, he had leprosy with Naaman. Naaman. Naaman had leprosy, and Gehazi, uh, uh, Naaman came to Elisha and says, here, I'm going to give you all this. And what did Elisha says? No, I don't need to be blessed by that. I'm blessed by God. But what did Gehazi say? Oh, it's a blessing. So after Elisha stayed in, in the house there, and Naaman went out on his way, Gehazi trapped him, followed follow him and said, hey, hey, uh, the master's changed his mind. Give me, give me, give me all what you want to give me. And he took it. And then, of course, Gehazi, when he got back home there, he, he hid it. And then Elisha says, what did you do? Oh, I didn't do anything. Remember, yesterday's gain could be good or bad. And he pulled it the wrong way. And he got Gehazi's, not Gehazi, he got Naaman's leprosy. So you got to be watched. Watch out where you, you think your blessing is going to come from. Sometimes it's, it'll, it'll get you in, into trouble. Okay? We must recognize there are appropriate things to embrace and other things have to be, ref re be refused. Um, looking at another thing, First Kings, First Kings chapter seventeen. Uh, we're not going to go. You don't have to turn there, but in verse ten, starting with verse ten, uh, the widow woman who had just a little meal, oil and meal, and her son, and they were going to die. Well, what happened? She gave what she had to the prophet. And the very next day after that, from then on, for, throughout the famine, she and her son and the prophet did eat. Now that's what you want. You have, you blessed on one day and you continue it on the next. You know, have to know where you're going. Um, then, then there's the other uh, woman, widow also. She had nothing in her house but a little canister, a little bit of oil. She said, what can I do? She went to the prophet. What do you, he says, what do you got? She said, a little oil. Well, go out there and call your neighbors and get some empty vessels. 
then close the door and pour the oil into the empty vessels. And she had more than enough. But she gave what was, it was a bad thing, but she gave what it was, and it, to the next day, it was a blessing. Sa again, Saturday's prayer leads to Sunday's power. In Acts chapter 3, remember there was a lame man at, at the gate, entrance into, into the tabernacle. Peter and John come walking up, and the man says, alms, alms, he's in bad shape. He's been crippled for the rest of for his life. He could not walk. And Peter's, Peter and John said, we don't have anything. We have no money for you, but what I have in Jesus Christ, be healed. And he got up and he came into church how? Quiet and humbly. Carrying his crutch with him. No. That's how most Christians come in. I won't say. How did you come in church this morning? Shh, this is God's house. Be quiet. This man walked in, came in, praising the Lord, leaping and jumping. How did we come in this morning? So you do, I would be surprised. I would like to see some people come in here. Praise God, hallelujah. This is the Lord day the Lord has made. I'm healed. Good, goodness and mercy follow me every day of my life. But we walk in, shh, shh. Some of us need to be, we need to get some boldness. Boldness, it says, come, come into the throne of grace. Boldly. I got it. Lord, it's me. Maybe I'll do it next week. I'll come in late and I'll come in charging and see what you do. In Acts chapter 12, we find Peter in jail. The congregation prayed. Peter was released. What happened yesterday after these things what took place? He was freed. And they didn't believe it. That shows you how much we believe prayer. In prayer. Well, it can't be Peter. He's in jail. But we'll pray anyway. Come on, pray. Pray. We'll pray that he be released. He's knocking at the door. Let me in. You let me out already You're through your prayers. But we don't believe that. We've got to start believing. But what we pray in the name of Jesus according to his word, it takes place. And say, well, let's continue to pray. No, we, they should have said, it's Peter, glory to God, he's out. Someone said, oh me, I think, or heard it under their breath. Oh me. How about in Acts chapter 16? Acts chapter 16, beginning with verse 25. Paul and Silas jailed. 
And at midnight, they began to give praises unto God. And guess what happened? After mid, the day before, they're praying. They're jailed. But at midnight, they began to pray. And guess what? They were released. After those things, after the jailing, the blessings came because they were prepared. We need to be prepared. Whatever happens today, we need to be prepared that God is going to move out on our behalf. Wow. After Sunday's power, begin to worship on Monday. Wow. Let's go to the book of Philippians. We'll be going back to Genesis in a moment, but let's go to the book of Philippians a moment. In Philippians chapter 3, in Philippians chapter 3, oh, one more page, verse 13. Brethren, that's Philippians 3.13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. Yesterday, forget about those things that are behind. The bad things. Look forward to things that are going forward. New. Which are behind and reaching forth unto the things which are before. The blessings. After Monday's worship, know that Tuesday you're going to have strength. Hello. We must realize that yesterday's experiences can become a trap as well as stepping stones. You have to watch what's going on. We have need today for the word of God or the word of the Lord to come to us. Going back to Genesis chapter 15. Look at it. If it's not marked, you need to mark it. It's in Genesis chapter 15, verse, verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram. After those things. Yes, the things that happened yesterday. The word comes to you. There's nothing more assuring and fortifying than the word, a word from the Lord. Each day, there are, there are needs, fears and doubts. There's nothing more assuring than the word to come fortifying to strengthen us. Listen for the word of God. Word of God. Whether you're reading it, he's going to speak to you through his word that way, or he'll speak to you through his spirit. You need to come alive to it. Use yesterday's situation as a stepping stone. Don't look for it as a drawback. Amen. Ephesians chapter, keep your marker. Let's go keep 
we'll put my marker there back in chapter 15 of Genesis, and we're going to go to Ephesians. Ephesians is going to back up what we just said. In Ephesians ch chapter 4, uh, pardon me, Ephesians chapter 6, Ephesians chapter 6, look at, look at verse 16, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Glory to God. All the fiery darts of the wicked. The shield of faith enables us to stop the fiery darts of the enemy. We need a constant shield of protection. Look at verse Chapter 15 of Genesis, and verse 1. After these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram in the vision, saying, Fear not, Abram, I am thy shield. He's there as a shield. To quench all the fiery darks of the enemy. Doubt is often the enemy's entry point into our minds. Don't doubt God's word. It's an entry point. And doubt raises questions. And questions lead to unbelief. Or unbelief is usually the result of doubting questions. Romans chapter 4. Back up to Romans chapter 4. Glory to God. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 4 we see... Verse 20, talking about Abraham again. Now it's Abraham. Romans 4 and 20, it says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. We need to give glory to God. Tuesday's strength gives joy to Wednesday, or glory to God. Through God's grace, we are winning. You're a winner through God's grace. He's anointed you. You're his child. Boy. Think about the blessings of being God's child. Think about it. Glory to God. Through God's grace we are winning. Genesis chapter 15, once again, looking at verse 1. After these things, after these things, the word of the Lord came unto Abram, after the things, the word of the Lord came to you, saying, Fear not, I am thy shield and thy great exceeding reward. Exceedingly great reward. What did he say? After these things, the word of the Lord came to you, saying, Fear not, I am thy shield and thy exceeding great reward. Our greatest wealth is the Lord himself. For nothing is impossible unto God. And you're his child. 
You're his heir. Glory to God. Okay. Going to Philipp looking at Philippians 4. All familiar scriptures. Philippians chapter 4. Verse 19 says, But my God shall supply all, my, all your needs according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. From the Amplified it reads, verse, verse 19, My God will liberally supply, fill to the full, your every need according to His riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Is Jesus poor? He has riches. He says, whatever you need. He has a vast amount. He's got mansions for each and every one of us. I don't know. How many of you have ever went up to um, up the coast to, to Hearst Castle? That thing's a mansion. I mean, how would you like to live in, I mean, it's crazy to walk in that place. Gold-plated this, you know, just absolutely gorgeous. That doesn't compare to what we've got. That's going to be like a log cabin or a lean-to. Because what God's got for us, it's fabulous. That's so going to make these worldly things look, you know, nothing. What are, you going to, what are you going to do in a mansion that has 120 rooms? You know? Man. In that mansion, guess what you got? You got a ballroom. What's a ballroom for? Joyful, uh, joyful uh, surroundings, joyful, just having a good time. I think I'm going to have my ballroom just filled with singers. And an orchestra just praising God, thanking him for, for the mansion I've got. I'm going to expand it. So, Lord, I want, a, I want a bigger ballroom for all these people to come in. All of us that come in and just praise you. Oh, come on now. Dream a little. Boy, if you don't, you can't dream. Something's wrong. You got to dream like God wants you to dream. Beyond your expectations. What's your expectation? Well, if I barely make it. No, God says you're more, more than a conqueror. Oh, think about it. Okay. Some of us are going to have to come alive to, to the Word of God. Let's turn to uh, the book of Psalms, just time, chapter 73. Psalms 73, glory to God, hallelujah. Psalm 73, looking at verse 26. My flesh and my heart faileth, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Glory to God. Verse 20, uh, uh, pardon me, verse uh, 26. 
from Psalm 73 out of the Amplified reads, My flesh and my heart fail, but God is my rock and firm strength of my heart and my portion forever. God's our portion forever. Think about it. Portion forever. Wednesday joy leads to Thursday's what? Peace. Oh, peace. Knowing that we have peace with God. Oh, glory to God. That peace should go all the way through this whole week, all this week. You should have all these things operating daily, not just one thing going, but daily having all these things roll through your life. Oh, glory. Going back to Genesis, chapter 15. Look at verse 4 this time. Genesis 15, 4. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto you. Why says him? Saying, This shall not be, this shall not be thy, but thou shalt come forth uh, out of thy own bowels, thou shalt inherit, have an heir. We are that heir. We're sons and daughters of Abraham. You said, Well, you're not, we're not Jewish. But it says, those that are Jew, those that believe. Like Abraham, those are true believers. You're Abraham's heir in that aspect. You're a believer. Oh, glory to God. We need to, we need to encourage ourselves. Faith is vital. And it takes care of yesterday and today and tomorrow. Faith at times needs correction, unfortunately. We're going to go on. And direction. Second Timothy. Looking at Second Timothy. Some of you know where I'm going. Second Timothy chapter 3. In Second Timothy chapter 3. Looking at verse 16. This is... This is what faith tells us. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. We jump up and down on that one. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine. We like that. For reproof. That's good. For correction. Oh no, I don't like that one. For instruction in righteousness. See, there's, there's times when our faith has to be corrected. Because we are deviating. So he says, get on the road. I'm going to correct you and put you on the right track. And sometimes you don't like, I don't like that, God. I was doing so good. You know, I was a little bit on the, on the gray side, but I was doing so good, you know. And nobody else noticed it. God noticed it. He says, I want you to go back on the right side. There is correction for us. I don't know. In our prayer life, have we asked that? Have you ever asked the Lord in your prayer life to make any corrections in your life? We need to. 1 John 1, 9 does it. Hello. Glory to God. 
Romans, Romans chapter 10, verse 17, we know faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We need to constantly hear the word of God to keep us on track. Let's go back to Genesis. Look at, look at the promise of, to Abraham. Genesis, uh, Genesis chapter 13, we're going back two chapters. Look at verse 16. Three promises to Abram. First one. Genesis chapter 13, verse 16. I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth. One. He's going to have seed like the dust of the earth. So shall, so that man cannot number the dust of the earth. Then thy seed shall be numbered. Then go to chapter 15 once, once again. And this time we'll go to verse 5 and he brought him forth abroad and said look now upward towards heaven and tell this and tell the stars if thou art able to number them and he said so shall thy seed be so one is the dust of the earth two the stars in the sky how many of you looked in this? well last night was a little bit on a cloudy side but how many of you looked, in, looked, looked, uh, looked up in the sky, you know, a nice clear sky, there's no lights around you, and you can see all those stars. It says, your seed's going to be, then you should pick out a star. Say, that's mine. But don't pick a dim one. Pick a bright star. What is a, what a, what is a bright star in heaven? Well, it says a bright star. Those that are soul winners are bright. So when you're looking out there in the sky tonight, find your star. Is it dim? We need to what? We need to start soul winning. Because that's brightness in God's eyes. That's a star, a real star in God's eyes. When we'd be able to lead people to, to know him, to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Think about that one. Okay, so we got the dust of the ground, the stars in the sky. And now let's go to chapter 22 of Genesis. Verse 17, that's Genesis 22, 17. Then in blessing I will bless thee, and multiply I will multiply thy seed as the stars in heaven, and as the sand which is upon the sea shore. Whoa, glory to God. Abraham was going to have a lot of heirs, which, uh, which you and I are one of. So go out there and Find a grain of sand, figure out which one you got, take it home. Because that's you. That's us. Be a bright star, though. Amen. Okay, let's go back to chapter 15. 
of Genesis. Now, God told him what was going to take place, right? The dust, the dust, the stars and seashore, sands and seashore. Verse, this is Genesis 15, verse 6. This, this is what connected everything from Abraham to God. And he believed the Lord, and he counted it unto him for righteousness. When we believe God, we need to believe God. Your faith is realized. You believe God. Abraham's faith looked to the proper object. He didn't look to the sand. He didn't look to the, to the stars. He didn't look to the dust. But he looked to God for the proper, re, for the proper response. His proper response. Look to God, because he's the one that's going to do it all. He's the one that's going to be the, bring the blessing. And he believed. Glory to God. Abraham's faith produced right results. It was counted unto him, unto him as righteousness. We receive the ability to do everything God wants us to do. We receive the ability to do everything God wants us to do. All this happens when we apply the word of God in our lives. God changes us as we stay in his word. We are transformed into his image from glory to glory. He's changing us as we are in his word. We're changing to his image. 2 Corinthians 3.18 tells us we're changed into his image through the word. The more you're in the word, the greater your image will be. If God is for me, who can be successful against you? If God is for you, who can be successful against you? No one. After these things, Genesis 15, 1, those words, Genesis 15, 1. After these things, the people that know their God shall do great and mighty exploits. That's found in Daniel eleven thirty two. After these things, the people who know their God shall do great and mighty exploits. Daniel eleven thirty two, Philippians three uh, four thirteen tells us, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, ready for anything and equal to anything. That's you. That's your ability through Christ Jesus. Give me some shouts, Hallelujah, glory to God. You're great. Every step you take is, is leading, you, leading you to success as you're in God's word. Don't take what the enemy throws at you. Yesterday's things can be changed. Remember, Wednesday's joys lead to Thursday's peace. And Thursday's peace gives you victory for Friday. 
Hallelujah. You know, every time, it's not a blue Monday anymore. It's a worship Monday. It's not, man, I'm glad, you know, sad for Friday. You know, everything's gone down drink. No, you got victory Friday. And victory's, Friday's victory gives you strength and peace for Saturday. Prayer. Amen. All these things, after these things, we can do all things that, that as though they were, pardon me, after these things, we can call things that be not as though they were. Romans 4, 17. Call those things that be not as though they were. You're speaking God's word. That's why you've learned to speak God's word. Call things that be not as they were. You're speaking God's word. We have the privilege of speaking God's word. Speak faith like God speaks faith. We should confess God's promises as though they have already existed in our life. Again, we should confess God's promises as though they already exist in our life. And they do. What I put my hand to shall prosper. No weapon that is formed against me shall prosper. I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I have excellent health. I'm not sick. They say, well, I'm weak. The weak shall say I'm strong. What is our confession? It goes back to the word. What are we confessing? We have to speak God's word. We have the privilege to speak God's word. But you've got to believe it in your heart. We walk by faith, not by sight. God's word is truth. It's not a fairy tale. In closing... Recall the seven days of the week opportunities that you have. Again, in closing, recall the seven-day week opportunities. Prayer on Saturday gives power to Sunday. Sunday's power gives worship for Monday. Monday's worship gives strength for Tuesday. Tuesday's strength gives joy for Wednesday. Wednesday's joy leads to Thursday's peace. Thursday's peace gives victory for Friday. And Friday's victory leads to prayer for Saturday. Hook up with God. Use this words of opportunity for your life. It'll change your life if you put these things into practice. After these things, don't let the enemy change your mind. We sang, Lord, you're more than enough. More than I can hope for or dream. So blessed that I can't contain it. My cup runneth over. 
It's yours to have, yours to keep, yours to give away, to share with others. If your barns are, if your barn is overflowing, give some to somebody else. Don't be a miser. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Press down, running over. Glory to God, hallelujah. It's yours. After these things. It's yours. Amen. Glory to God. We did it again. We did it again. Getting out super early. Some of you are not even saying a word about getting out early anymore. Well, at this time we're going to receive our communion emblems. And we can... The Lord's table. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, For I have received the Lord that which... Also I deliver unto you that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup, and when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my body, this do ye off as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. We thank you, Lord, for this ultimate sacrifice that Jesus gave that we might be set free. First of all, the bread which represents his body, beaten and bruised with stripes on it. The sickness and disease would no longer have power over us. So Father God, with that thought in mind, we receive this bread. Father, the cup, a symbol of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. The blood that washes away all sin. The blood that forever removes all stain. We thank you, Lord, that Jesus shed the blood that we might be redeemed. That in doing so, Father God, we as sinners are washed and stand perfect in your sight. We thank you for it, in Jesus' name.
Let's all stand. <clears throat> looking at the title of, it, of this message, message this morning, After These Things. We have to know who we are and what we have and what a blessing it is to be called a child of God. So Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, that this is the day that you made. And that we are the redeemed, Father God. And Father God, the redeemed say so. We thank you, Lord, that as we go out, we are blessed. And Father God, whom we come in contact, we can be a blessing too. I thank you, Lord, that this day, Father God, our eyes are open, Father God, to greater realities that you've given to us as individuals to minister to you and to the world. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. <clears throat>